the very first thing we want to do is get centered in the best way to solve these issues is perhaps to declare and affirm love on the world, is perhaps to declare and affirm peace on the world. The Dalai Lama said that if every generation, or excuse me, if today's children were taught how to meditate, that war would be gone within one generation. I agree with him. I agree with him. And it's the intention behind it. It's the intention behind the words that are being used over and over again. And we're, and someone, that's, someone might think, well, that's just too simplistic. That's just too simplistic to think thoughts of love and to declare and affirm love towards the world. Why do we want to make it complicated? Why do we want to make it complicated? And when one person centers themselves in that energy, infusing that their word with power, then it's going to evolve and expand, as Troward said, regardless of what's gone before, into a physical expression. It has to begin somewhere. Let it begin with you. Let it begin with you. Don't let what's occurred through this tragic event rob you, take away you, take your focus of the divine love that you are, the divine power that you are. And this is what we're talking about now because, oh my God, the news media is loving it. Hate to say it, but this this is allowing them to do that constant, constant negative news cycle they like. Okay? And from there, Though, let's think about that. Now, let's bring this down to a smaller level. Let's bring this down to our individual universe level. And and ask, what is it within your journey that you want to shift, that you want to change? Is there something going on that is not appealing to you for whatever reason in the external world? And are we looking at that with a declaration of change, transformation, don't like? Or are we looking at it as a declaration of knowing that exactly as we are, exactly where we are, as we are, we can declare and affirm the, the omnipotent power of God that we are. Letting that be our first word. Claim something better. Know something better. And work with that and repeat that over and over and over and over again until it is so impressed within our subconscious mind. The universe accepts it, knows it as your intention. Ooh. Ooh. So you're saying, Reverend Tony, that all I have to do and say is I've won the Powerball. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Not exactly. Because it's not about the word. It's about the feeling. It's about the feeling that you infuse into the word. It is about becoming so clear in your conversations with yourself and with others and with presence 
and we're always in conversation with presence, either verbally or energetically. So clear in that conversation, everything about you, every fiber of your being, every atom that's coming forward as you is resonating abundance. So that when you speak about your journey, there's nothing that you say that you want because you know you're fully supplied as you are the abundance of the universe. So that when you speak, if there's if there's the desire to have a new relationship within your journey, it's not about, I have the right and perfect mate. It is about, I am the essence of the love of the divine resonating to and gravi- drawing into my experience all those of like mind and energy. That's how we move into this new awareness. This is how we begin crafting this new experience, whatever it is we want to have. I always like to say, life begins at the idea. Life begins at the idea. And so if there's something from your experience that's not going on, the very first, that's not in your liking, the very first thing we want to do is create that new idea and then begin wrapping verbiage around it. Begin wrapping feeling around the verbiage. And the more feeling, the more wording we wrap around that, the more we can clarify that simple idea, then the clearer it's going to become within our consciousness. The easier it is it's going to be for the universe, for the universe, to allow that to come forward regardless of precedence. You are always living the life you are thinking. You are always living the life you are speaking. You are always living the life you are visualizing. And once you've got this, once you really understand this and become mindful to, to, to access and monitor what we're saying and how we're saying it, then you move into the awareness that you can create anything you desire. Anything you desire. Robert Collier said, any thought that is passed on to the subconscious often enough and convincingly enough, often enough and convincingly enough is finally accepted. Who do we have to convince? Us. We have to convince our subconscious mind. We have to look at how our life is unfolding and say, okay, this might be a good time for a better idea. And then we begin working with that idea. What is that idea going to be? I'm going to declare and affirm peace and love for all. Notice I didn't say, I'm going to move away from a war state of mind. I'm going to move away from individuals' religious beliefs that don't support me. None of that is relevant. I'm going to affirm and declare love and peace. End of story. I'm going to affirm and declare abundance. I'm going to affirm and declare health. I'm going to affirm and declare love. And I'm going to keep repeating that. That mindset. I am divine love. I am divine health. I am the power of source and physical manifestation. Until my subconscious mind will not allow for any feeling to come forward that is contradictory of that phrase. 
How long does it take? How long does it take? It will take as long as you are willing to allow it to take. I've always found that when I'm baking something in the oven, if I keep opening the oven, it takes longer, which is very disappointing when you're making brownies. <laughs> if you're asking the question, has it taken it took yet? It hasn't took. And what you've done is you've shifted the energy away from the declaration. So we want to move into that mindset of what needs to be so clear, so focused, that we're no longer concerned with whether or not it's done, because we know that, that this is what we're being. We're always being the power of our word. The question is, are we living it in full authority? Genevieve said this. She said, for example, you wish the consciousness of joy Repeat the word joy secretly, persistently, and emphatically. The repetition of the word joy sets up a quality of vibration which causes the joy germ, the seed, to begin to expand and project itself until your whole world, your whole being, is filled with joy. You repeat the word until... Your whole being is filled with joy. And then your whole world is filled with joy. So how often do we do this? Well, morning and evenings are really good. What about during the day? Because, you know, I go to work during the day and I work with these bozos and they're not real joyful. That's always a toughie. I have to drive 285. And my experience has been that when I have declared and affirmed I am going to work with the power that I am and let nothing get in that in my within let me rephrase it I am going to work with the power that I am and let nothing shift my intention that that's usually how my day unfolds. When I let Set the intention to let nothing shift my focus. That's how my day unfolds. So I may be dealing with some co-workers or 285 traffic and let my eyes glaze over while I'm looking at them nodding. And you smile. And you let your gums dry out because you're smiling so much. And the whole time, whatever it is they're talking about, all you're thinking is joy, 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 joy. Love, love, love. Health, 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 abundance, abundance, abundance. Because once we move into the energy of someone else, the once we say, well, this individual's energy is impacting how I'm feeling, that's the moment that we've taken ourselves away from our intention. And notice what I just said there. That's the moment we've taken ourselves away from our intention, not from the power of source that we are, not from how the universe works, but we've simply taken ourselves away from the power of our intention. So when we're focused on the intention of someone else, the wording of someone else, what we're really doing is still working with the laws of the universe, 
to create whatever their vibration, whatever their intention is. Whose vibration do you want to live? Do you want to live yours or do you want to live someone else's? I would choose yours because I think yours is probably far greater and far more wonderful and has much, much more of the intention to bring joy into your individual journey. But you have to make that decision for yourself. You have to make that decision for yourself. Esther Hicks said, when you are focused upon something that you desire, then through the law of attraction, more and more thoughts about what you desire will be drawn, and you will feel greater positive emotion. You can speed the creation of something simply by giving it more attention. The law of attraction takes care of the rest and brings to you the essence of the subject of your thought. Now let's really focus on something that Esther said here. Because this is always a biggie. How long does it take? You can speed the creation of something simply by giving it more attention. If that's true, and it is, then the reverse is also true. You can slow the creation of something simply by allowing your attention to be removed from it. You can slow the creation of something simply by allowing your attention to be focused on what someone else is saying. You can slow the creation of something simply by focusing on the external world of events. So let's move into a mindset of, well, do I want to slow the creation or do I want to help the creation along? And that's going to mean I have to focus on my individual. I have to focus on my individual attention. Where is my thought? Where is my feeling? If my thought and my feeling are up here on high, focused on what I want. I've let go of that thought, that notion that that is out of my reach, whatever that is, that I am not good enough for that, whatever that is. And I am focused simply on one thing. Love, health, abundance, success. The power of presence, living as me, being as me. Is anything else going to matter? Of course not. Of course not. So don't let it matter. Don't let it matter. Don't let anything take your attention away from your creation. Don't let anything take your attention away from your idea. I always like to use the, the, the notion of nurturing the idea into form. Life begins at the at the idea, and as with all life, it has to be nurtured. It has to be loved. So the idea needs the nurturing of your attention, the love of your unwavering faith and commitment to work with the idea from a point of power. From a point of power. Let me explain or share something Troward says. He says, Mental faculties always work under something which stimulates them, and this stimulus may come either from without, through the external senses, or from within, by the consciousness of something not perceptible on the physical plane. 
the recognition of this interior source of stimulus enables you enables you to bring into your consciousness any state you desire any state you desire so you can choose the direction your thought takes you can choose the direction your energy takes and you can choose the direction your life takes and all of that choosing comes from within see as we said the internal or excuse me the internal subconscious mind doesn't know the difference in what we're telling it so and what we're impressing upon it so if we're mesmerized impressed by the goings-on of the physical world the events within our lives then that's what we're impressing upon the subconscious mind but we can say wait a second i can come up with a better idea i can come up with a new way of being and begin working with that and pressing that upon my subconscious mind begin working with that thought that new idea and allowing my wording to evolve it, to expand it. You know, Genevieve is a fascinating lady. Fascinating lady. And everything she did, she did from a second nature knowing. And the second nature knowing began after she began studying mental science. And her study of mental science didn't begin with Thomas Troward. It actually began with her studying the books of Thomas Troward. And in studying the books of Thomas Troward, she automatically began practicing the principles that he was teaching. And in the chapter on infusing your word with power, she really lays out, or leading up to the chapter on infusing your word with power, she lays out the funds, the manner by which she generated the funds to study with Troward. And so her background, again, it was, she was a widow, right? Left pretty well off for a widow at the turn of the last century. So she had enough money to live and to sustain herself, travel if she wanted to, but not much beyond that. And she got within her mind, her mindset, that, that the money that she would need to travel, to, to, to study with Troward would be $20,000. And that $20,000, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, $20,000 from the turn of the century is about $469,000 today. So she got it into her mind. She knew that's what she would need. And she lives on a stipend. No other source of income. Didn't know where it was going to come from. And she says that she went ahead and made that clear picture, got a clear awareness of what she needed. This is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I desire. Because, and it wasn't the money she wanted. What she wanted to study. It was a greater idea there. And so she began studying more out of the Edinburgh lectures. And she remembered the law of attraction and how if she became clear with a thought and an image within her mind, the law of attraction would begin bringing that to her. And so she said every night before she went to bed, she made a mental image of herself counting out $21,000 bills. And then she'd wake up the next morning and count them again. 
all within her mind. And then she wrote out the picture that she saw. We call that today scripting. She wrote out the picture in detail. And she would see herself buying a steamer ticket to go on the cruise. Or the cruise, hello. To go on the boat. And she would see herself walking up and down the, the boat, feeling the planks underneath her feet, seeing the, the planks underneath her feet. And finally, she would see herself being accepted as Troward's pupil. And she said this process was repeated every morning and every e evening with one phrase from Troward. My mind is a center of divine operation. My mind is a center of divine operation. And divine operation means expansion, expansion into something better than has gone before. That's the quote on your card this week. So let me tell you something. I'm going to finish this out. She's, this is straight from, from Genevieve. She said, just as soon as there appeared to be a circumstance which indicated the direction through which the 20,000 might come, I not only made a supreme effort to regard the, to regard the indicated direction calmly as the first sprout of the seed I had sown in the absolute, but I also left no stone unturned. I left no stone unturned. Now let's think about that for a moment. Genevieve was working in was working with these laws of attraction, working with the power of her word, working with the power of visualization. And she was doing it so clearly and so succinctly that she she used that phrase over and over again. My mind is a center of divine operation. And then she would work with her visualization. And when some avenue came for her to put the money into the bank for to, to generate funds. She would go and she would follow up and she would do that. So let's assume that we're Genevieve and we're following this process. How long would it take to using this process to generate $469,000 in today's environment? Utilizing this process, not knowing where the funds were going to come from. Anyone? 60 days, 90 days, two years, six weeks. In six weeks, just following the process, feeling how it was unfolding through her. She said, my mind is the center of divine operation, constituted the only apparent means of attracting to myself the $20,000. My constant endeavor to get into the spirit of these statements 24-7, watching how she was thinking, watching how she was feeling, knowing it was all a conversation with Source. My constant endeavor to get into the spirit of these statements and to attract to myself this needed sum took about six weeks at the end of which time I had in my bank account the required $20,000. Here's my statement. You 
right now today, just as you are, you can download this book, follow this process, move into the feeling awareness, state consistently over and over again that which you desire. Bring feeling and power into it. Let nothing interfere with your intention of bringing forward your greater good. And within six weeks' time, you too can manifest, have this outpicturing evolve that's a mirror of your desire. What does that feel like for you? Does it feel exciting? Maybe. Does it feel impossible? If so, if it, if it feels like there's, well, you know, I just don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I can do this or not because, you know, I've really affirmed some doozies in the past. The only truth I can know for you is one. And that truth is, is that you are good enough. You are powerful enough. You are God enough to begin living this process and create the good that you desire. That there is nothing standing in your way to shift the way your journey is currently appearing should you choose to shift it. So you can let all that other foolishness go. How do you know that? How does he know that? Because, you know, he doesn't know all that I've been through. I don't need to know all that you've been through. I just need to know one truth. A truth that says you have an invisible power within you. That invisible power is a center of divine operation. It flows and it expands. It molds itself around everything that you have accepted within your subconscious mind. It flows and molds itself around every word that you speak, every energetic emotion that you choose to put forward. And this power is nothing other than, this, than inf what we call infinite mind creative source living through all that you are that's the only truth I choose to know about you so I don't need to know all the ins and outs you don't need to know all the ins and outs either all you need to know is about this moment this moment all is well all is whole all is unfolding in right and perfect timing, right and perfect action, right and perfect God, right and perfect you. Breathe. Whatever you choose to create, whatever you choose to live, declare it, affirm it, See it and be it, and you will live it. And so ends our lesson. Namaste.
All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me. Infinite mind. Infinite mind. In as and through me. Blesses and multiplies my offering. It does its good and perfect work. And returns to me. Multiplied abundantly. And if the ushers would please come forward as they're coming forward, it's my pleasure to introduce again Mr. Don de